Let's talk digital. We are at the cutting edge of digital tweaks, changes, transformation. A local digital marketing podcast. Conversing with industry experts and getting excerpts about the exceptional. Hosted by Audrey Naidu. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. I'm really looking forward to what's coming up in South Africa in the next couple of months and years. How's it everyone? Welcome back to this week's exciting conversation where we discuss the power of audio with Spotify. Now if you're anything like me, I am hooked onto Spotify, listening to my favorite music, podcast and even catching up with Wackhead's prank calls. So it's hardly surprising that brands are keen to capitalize on the growing popularity of audio in keeping up with the changing consumer behavior. So during the coming months, we will be looking into the different opportunities which brands can tap into the audio space. But for today, I will be focusing on my favorite platform, Spotify. My guest is the lovely Kat de Sereni, which is French by the way. And I simply love a little bio which I am going to share with you today. Kat is a household CEO, a Spotify guru with a passion for audio innovation, has been in the media industry for over 5 million minutes and an all-round energetic animal lover who believes in kindness always and the power of great music. Welcome to the podcast, Kat. I am super excited to have you join us. Hey, Audrey. Uh, thank you very much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I know we've been talking about doing this for ages, so uh, finally the day has arrived. Um, so thank you for having me on your show this morning. No, that's awesome. Kat, I've noticed you have a diverse set of skill sets, right? You have a diploma in photography, financial planning, and you are a seasoned wine steward. So tell us more about your hidden talents. Um, really great and interesting question. Um, yeah, so my background is a little bit different to most, um, I suppose, you know, people in media generally have always been in media. Um, you know, I worked in financial services in London, just to give you a little bit of background, um, for nearly 10 years. And then I decided in my early 30s, can you believe that um, I wasn't happy anymore in financial services and I wanted to change. I wanted to be in a space that was creative, that was stimulating, that would kind of really spoke to, to my energies um, and my creative spirit. Um, so I decided to take the very brave and very scary, let me tell you, it was the scariest thing I've ever done in my life, to change from financial services industry that I'd only ever known to move into media. Don't ask me how I get there. That's a whole episode in itself. Um, but I did. I made the change. It was the best thing I ever did. So if I can give any advice from today's session, be brave. If there's something that you want to do, grab it by the horns and go for it. It's the best thing I ever did because I've never been so happy since. Um, and then, yeah, I decided to get into media. So that was, um, you know, con a considerable time ago. Um, and then, yeah, I, I made that huge jump. I don't ever regret having worked in finance because it's certainly given me um, an edge or certainly given me an advantage when it comes to working with budgets and numbers. Um, and I do have a, um, a love for numbers and data in particular, um, hence obviously the connection with Spotify because that's one of our uh, big strengths. And um, yeah, so that was the interesting part of being a financial planner. And then in terms of the photography you mentioned, um, I decided to do a diploma in photography. It was really kind of to enhance my hobby or my love for um, photography. 
it was just something that I did for, for myself. It was a personal thing that I did on the side while I was working. It was to keep my creative juices flowing. Like any good hobby, you know, whether you do painting or drawing or cycling, whatever that hobby is, it's important to keep your work-life balance um, in check. Um, and that was one of my things to keep my own personal spiritual cup full was to kind of really throw myself into the photography and really kind of master the skill. Um, and that's why I decided to do the diploma in photography. And then I think last thing you mentioned was the wine. Um, possibly the, the most fun and interesting thing I did, um, you know, in typical sort of early 20s back in the day, you know, I had, a, I had a British passport, so I moved to London. Wasn't quite sure when I first got there what I was going to do. That was before I got into finance. And um, I actually ended up managing high-end wine bars in central London. So that afforded me the incredible opportunity of being able to travel um, in France in particular to study wines and spirits and, and everything associated with that industry. And it's probably one of the most fun and entertaining things I've ever done. Um, and let me tell you, you know, remember the good old days, Audrey, of, of when we used to wine and dine and entertain clients. Um, sadly, obviously, COVID's kind of curbed that a little bit nowadays. Um, but it, it makes for such a great conversation starter. So that's, again, it's, you know, I love that you can take all these life experiences and all these funny things that when you're in your early 20s, you don't realize how, you know, in 20 years time, it's actually going to help you and benefit you in funny, different, interesting ways. Um, so I do have a real passion for wine. I am very rusty now compared to how I used to be, um, but it's certainly one of the most interesting things um, I've ever done because it's, yeah, it's, it's a great conversation starter. It's always handy having a friend who knows wine quite well. Um, and yeah, it was just, um, it was a lot of fun. So yeah, interesting background, quite diverse and um, yeah, a little bit unusual, but uh, it makes for a good conversation. No, I think it's amazing that you have a very balanced life and you you make time for your hobbies as well, which is, is really incredible. So, um, Kat, how long are you at Spotify? So I have literally, I feel like I'm part of the furniture. Um, I obviously work for AdDynamo, which you're quite familiar with, who are the official resellers of Spotify in Africa. And I've been with them for over two years now, um, even though Spotify is only three years old in South Africa. So I've pretty much been here the whole time. Um, so yeah, just over two years and loving it. Yeah. How long is Spotify in South Africa now? Three years. So we launched, yeah, so just over three years. So we launched in March 2018. Um, and then obviously I joined not that long after. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah, it's one of my favorite platforms to listen to all things audio. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I mean, Let's Talk Digital is also on Spotify. Yes. So what is Spotify famous for? Um, I think for anyone who doesn't know Spotify, um, I almost feel like a person could be living under a rock if they haven't heard of Spotify. <laughs> we are most famous for audio streaming. So it used to be music. And then obviously with the explosion of podcasting, um, it's all things audio, as you rightfully said uh, a moment ago. Um, so yeah, Spotify are world market leaders in that audio space um, and absolute masters of all things audio. What do you think your competitive advantage is compared to other audio platforms? Um, I would have to say, Audrey, I think our biggest advantage is definitely our streaming intelligence or our data insights. Um, I'm not sure if people are aware that um, Spotify collects over 1 billion with a B. I mean, it's a staggering amount, over a billion points of data every single day. 
Um, but the great thing is it's not that scary kind of big brother data. It's really focused on how users are interacting with the platform, um, whether it's on a personal level or whether it's connecting to brands. Um, and it's really kind of using that data intelligence um, to obviously make the user's journey better, increase engagement for brands. Um, so definitely I would say our edge is our data. Yeah, I would have to agree with that because uh, being a daily user of Spotify, I'm often um, being provided with uh, recommendations of what music I should listen to, all based on uh, you know historical data. So it's quite interesting how they use it in real time to personalize that experience for consumers. Exactly, 100% right. So Kat, I noticed that uh, Spotify is on an aggressive expansion strategy. To date, they have made 22 acquisitions and six investments. But in March this year, Spotify has acquired Betty Labs, the creators of Locker Room, a live audio app that's changing the way insiders and fans talk about sports. And this acquisition builds on your, your work to create the future formats of audio. Um, and I guess we'll accelerate Spotify's entry into the live audio space. But also at the same time, in June this year, Spotify announced its acquisition of Pods, a startup that's trying to solve the problem of podcast discovery. So what is the end game here? I mean, so many different um, acquisitions. What's going on? Um, that is a great question. Um, and I, um, I was actually thinking about this the other day, you know, where does it end? And personally, I don't see it ending anytime soon. Um, if ever, you know, I think Spotify is certainly on a continual growth path. We are obviously looking to own and really kind of continue our dominance in that audio space. Innovation is key. It's absolutely, it's one of our KPIs, um, especially in that podcasting space, as you've mentioned, huge focus on developing different ways and interesting ways of podcasting, big focus around podcast advertising. Um, and I think the big part of it, whether it's from a brand perspective or from a creator perspective, is really how to make content easier to find for um, artists or creators um, to be discovered, how to build their fan base. Um, yeah, so I think Spotify is really going to become, if not already, that one-stop shop for all things audio. So I've seen, yeah, it does. I mean, if you look at yeah. it, you, you did mention innovation, but at the same time, I'm seeing yeah. a lot of disruption. Yeah, no, very exciting. Uh, things like, you know, one of the things we'd like to look at is how are people engaging? What are they wanting more of? Um, so to give you a good example of that is, you know, we, we've, we've got a normal standard audio podcast. So how do we take it to the next next level? You know, what does that disruption look like? Um, and that is the introduction of things like video podcasting. You know, how do we take a playlist and then create something new and interesting out of it? So basically you can take podcasts and slot them in between songs now. So you get this true multimedia experience, um, which is obviously designed for, uh, it's very user centric. Um, how do we make um, that experience exciting, interesting, uh, pushing the boundaries all the time for users. And then of course, leveraging off that from an advertising perspective, brands can tap into this new creative, innovative way of looking, producing, creating content. Um, I think the big thing from a brand perspective, because obviously I work specifically with advertising within Spotify, is that we want 
our fans and our users on Spotify, not just to love the creators and the artists, but also to fall in love with the brands as well. You know, and that's what we do as part of our job is to kind of create um, that brand experience in an interesting, creative, innovative way. Um, so, yeah, lots of exciting things happening. Yeah, you mentioned brands. I mean, uh, it's quite interesting to see how brands are still uh, hesitant to um, to do more in the audio space. Are you also noticing the same trend? Um, so the, the definitely the trend I've noticed in South Africa is that grasping the audio as as a powerful form of of advertising media is. Um, it's been a little bit slower off the mark, I think, than Europe and America, um, but we are definitely getting there. I think since Spotify arrived three years ago in South Africa, it was it was a hard sell to audio. You know, often you know when campaigns were first running, um, it would always be video and display or banner ad units. Um, but it's really around um, you know us as a team, you know, working for for Spotify in South Africa to uh, put the power of audio out there, educate. You know, we do webinars, we do audio sessions, we do creative sessions with agencies, with clients, with their creative agencies, so people really understand and learn and and love as much as we do the power of audio. For me, it is the most incredible storytelling format. Um, the power of sound is just extraordinary. If you think of, of all the things you can do with sound, you can taste with sound, you know, the power of synesthesia, you know, we can stimulate one sense with another. Sound is so powerful, can do that. Um, and to get, um, you know, from a marketing perspective um, and to chat to agencies and, and kind of include that thinking around, you know, their marketing strategies or their media mix, you know, when the planners are putting together their schedules, um, it's just a matter of educating you know, understanding, showcasing, showing the power behind audio um, and what it can do for a brand. And we're getting there slowly. We've definitely seen in the last year a huge uptake in audio advertising now on Spotify. Um, so initially, definitely a little bit wary, which I, you know, I completely understand. But the more we educate and the more we show our, our clients just how powerful audio is, um, the more um, they are loving it, they're enjoying it, and they're growing their audio strategy, which is really exciting. So there's a huge future in South Africa um, in terms of audio advertising for sure. Well, that sounds very promising. Um, so just a question on, on that slow progress. Do you think that uh, it's because of the perception that Spotify is just a music platform? Could that be why it's, you know, slow to progress? Um, that's a really good point. I think initially, I think that probably had a huge part to do with it. You know, people know Spotify for music. Um, but as Spotify is growing um, exponentially, uh, globally and in South Africa, more and more people are realizing it's not just music. Um, there's so much more to Spotify. There is, um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, everything to do with audio. So whether it's a podcast, whether it's a video podcast, um, in America, they're trialing audio books. You know, they're using Hollywood uh, A-list actors in trialing these audio books overseas. Um, hopefully we'll get, get some of those quite soon. You know, there's these huge innovations around audio. So, um, yeah, I definitely think the growth um, in that audio space um, has been slow coming to South Africa. But I think as we've had this explosion in podcast listening, uh, just to give you an interesting number, you know, more than 25% of our audience um, are listening to podcasts now. And it's not taking away from music. It's actually adding to music listening time, um, which is incredible. So I think more and more people are realizing through that explosion and that growth in that podcast space that it's not just music anymore. It's actually 
audio, it's storytelling, um, it's news, it's entertainment. Um, so yeah, we are getting there slowly, uh, not as quick as overseas, uh, but we are certainly seeing a huge acceleration in that podcast space in South Africa now. So you mentioned global in South Africa. What What is the lag time uh, with us catching up to what's going on in Europe and in America? Um, so if we're looking, um, I'm going to talk Spotify uh, brand specifically, if that's okay. okay. Um, so for example, if new products are launched from an advertising perspective, sometimes we do see a lag. So one of the big lags we're seeing at the moment is for brands to be able to ta- um, target podcasts specifically. So whether it's um, a podcast like yours, for example, like I want a podcast, let's talk digital, or if somebody would like to um, target a podcast vertical, so whether it's a finance or an entertainment vertical, we don't have that tech available as yet in South Africa, although it's in a lot of markets um, overseas. Um, so that we're waiting literally for bad to breath. And, and, you know, every time we chat to our, our team in London, we're like, guys, when are we getting podcast targeting? You know, it's the most asked thing for um, with brands and with agencies at the moment. Um, but then things like um, when we had the introduction of being able to sponsor uh, for brands uh, Spotify curated playlists, you know, we got that at the same time it was launched in Amir. So I think it's very much um, product specific, you know, what product is being launched in which markets first. Um, sometimes we're in there, you know, from the word go, sometimes we're not. So sometimes we do feel a lag. But again, like I said, it's very product specific. Um, but when it comes to listening and when it comes to the actual content on Spotify, we are um, up there with the rest of the world all the time. Well, I know that we, in terms of usage globally, we are in the top five. Is that correct? So one of the interesting um, stats that we we keep getting from overseas is that South Africa is the most obsessed market out of the entire global group um, obsessed with music, um, which is a title we will gladly hold. And I think it's a huge testament to the South African culture, um, our love and our passion for music, and we do incredibly well. Um, when it comes to, from a brand perspective, South Africa is certainly in the top five in the EMEA group um, in terms of performance and how we perform as a market. So we are really holding our own. Um, and for a, you know, a small African market considering, um, we do incredibly well um, in that global space. So we are performing incredibly well. Well, maybe we should challenge the, the Spotify global team to, um, to launch products in South Africa first. <laughs> yeah. test it yeah we should I'm going to have a chat with our London guys but I promise you I mean as soon as we, we hear of any tech that becomes available so obviously a lot of the, the tech is either developed you know whether it's in Sweden or whether it's in London or whether it's New York um, you know we always like come give it to us you know so for example when they launched um, to be able to sponsor um, Spotify curated playlists the first one being the Discover Weekly playlist um, we were actually the first to sell it three times so it just goes to show that uh, little old South Africa, we're really good um, at advertising on Spotify um, and, we, and we love it. You know, it really kind of shines through in our performance. And what's a real great feather in actually in our team's cap is that we won Innovation um, Market Partner for 2020. So we really are doing incredibly well um, against the likes of, you know, the UK heavyweights um, and a lot of the other European countries. So we, we're doing incredibly well and I think they are very proud of us. Well, that's good to know. So kudos to the team. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Listen, so we spoke about South Africa. How is Spotify growing in Africa? So 
We launched in five new African markets in February. Um, at last, I know Spotify's had their eye on Africa for quite some time. Um, I think globally, um, the latest numbers which I read, you know, Africa's one of the fastest growing streaming markets in the world, which is obviously uh, really pertinent to Spotify's global growth. Um, so in Feb, we launched in Nigeria, in Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania or Tanzania, I never know how to say it, um, and Ghana. So that was really exciting to, to launch into greater Africa. Um, we are obviously in Egypt and, you know, North African countries as well. I think there's 40 in total. Um, but in terms of like sort of our part of the world, um, yeah, we, we've seen that that new launch in Feb. And considering, you know, coming out of or kind of sort of, you know, filtering slowly out of COVID, um, you know, from my lips to God's ears, you know, hopefully that will get to some normality soon. Mm. Um, we just seen tremendous growth in Africa. And I definitely think um, Africa is a space to watch. Um, the African countries in, in greater Africa are taking to Spotify really well. Obviously, we don't have any data to share as yet. Um, so watch this space. But I think the numbers are going to be really positive. Um, and we're excited. Yeah. If you look at Africa as a whole, the, the main connector for everyone in Africa is music. It's quite a powerful yeah. medium to connect to uh, the audience. So definitely, you know, an opportunity for brands to maybe look out for which other countries you guys are expanding on in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll keep you posted. You know, it's not um, it's it's not as simple as just arriving at a country and going, ta-da, we're going to launch Spotify. You know, Spotify do a lot of research um, into the country. They need to make sure that there's a lot of local music content because obviously you want to promote as much local as possible. There's record label agreements. There's legals. There's licensing. There's a lot of work that goes into launching into a market. Um, often it can take sort of two, three years. Um, so it's not an overnight thing. So it's a big decision when Spotify do launch into new countries. Um, so it was super exciting, as you can imagine, in Feb when we got five new um, greater African countries. Um, so watch the space. Yeah, we will keep you posted um, of any new developments in any of the other African countries. Okay, cool. I just want to spend some time now on our local market. Um, do you want to share with us some stats like how big is the market? Who's the audience on the platform? So we get an indication uh, of who's there, you know, in terms of brands looking cool. at the audience space. Absolutely. Um, so in terms of um, audience size in South Africa, so I can't give an exact number um, because obviously our license agreements with record labels, etc. Um, but what I am allowed to say is that, you know, we've probably seen a growth, I would I would work around probably 50% year on year growth in terms of um, our development in South Africa. So, our, you know, I think a big part of that was COVID, which kicked in last year, as you can imagine, people working from home, stream time, we saw a huge increase um, in streaming. So that is probably the only positive thing that COVID has brought to the world is that it's really increased all the streaming platforms. Um, so we've seen a tremendous growth in South Africa, and I'll talk South Africa specifically. Um, when it comes to the actual platform itself, who is that audience? So we're quite an even split between male and female. So we're 55% male, 45% female um, in terms of our audience split, very much in line with global. Um, I can tell you our core audience is probably our millennial audience. So 57% of our audience are between the ages of 18 and 34. But what's really exciting is that we are starting to see quite a nice increase, um, a little bit of an accelerated growth in the 35 years and above age group. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much who our audience are in South Africa. 
um, like I say, hugely passionate about local music. Often when I pull data, you know, we have access to um, our different sort of discovery tools, what's happening in the world of Spotify in South Africa, how are people behaving. Um, we know that local genres, things like I'm a piano, um, Afro soul, um, South African gospel even, often feature at least three or four local genres are often featured in our top 10 most streamed genres in South Africa. Again, very reflective of South Africa's passion and love for music, our obsession with music, as, as the rest of the world like to call it, um, which is great. So, I mean, that is our audience. We, we're music mad. Um, we're, we're quite a young audience, 18 to 34, but we certainly have that older audience and that younger audience as well to tap into. So I hope that answers that question. Yeah, it does. Um, and, and why should brands use this channel as part of their marketing consideration? Um, I think that the two most important things for any sort of marketing strategy um, as to why I would say, you know, you guys got to think about um, Spotify as part of that mix. Number one is definitely the power of audio. You know me, Audrey, I get really excited when I talk about audio. It's a huge passion point of mine and yours as well. Mm -hmm. um, the most important thing I think to remember with the power of audio is that it enhances everyday life. So, for example, you know, a person can be doing their everyday activity, but they're never taken away from it. And that's the beautiful thing with audio. It adds to it. So if you think about someone who's working, they're streaming and they're listening to Spotify in the background, beautiful opportunity for brands to tap into those different key moments. Um, we can tell a lot about a person by the way um, they're listening to the music or, or how they're feeling. And I think from a brand perspective, to tap into the data, which is the second point as to why people should um, obviously look at Spotify as part of that marketing mix, is use that data. Um, Spotify has an incredible source of insights and behaviors. So whether you're running a campaign, um, you can optimize, you know, you can do a post-campaign analysis. You know, we obviously do a um, tremendous amount of reporting on our campaigns. Um, and you can use that data to make campaigns better. You can optimize when a campaign is live, or you can plan using the data before you even start your campaigns. Um, who is that audience? When do you want to reach them? Make sure that your message is um, served in the right moment, in that contextually relevant moment. Um, and that's the powerful thing with Spotify. Um, so it's the power of audio because people can listen to audio all the time and we're connected with you throughout your day. And then, of course, the data. So those are the two key things I would say that brands should always consider Spotify as part of the sort of marketing mix or their strategy. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I wanted to just tap into the audio production, but uh, what are you seeing in this space? I mean, are creative agencies getting this right? Um, we're definitely getting better. Um, I've certainly, and, and one of the wonderful things about, you know, having long-standing clients is watching that growth from the first audio ad that we've done, say, um, two years ago to what we're producing now. So initially it was very um, generic that we, you know, like we mentioned earlier, you know, it was a, quite a new space for a lot of creative agencies and for brands. Um, and as we've worked together closely, we hold your hand, we work with you um, as a brand to ensure that, you know, we get better and better. Like I said, we use the data. How do we make the creative better? We use those best practices. We use global examples. Um, and we've seen huge progress um, in production, especially 
from the very beginning days to what we're seeing now. And it's wonderful to be on that journey and that partnership with brands because you can literally, if you if you play an old ad and you play a new ad and you think, wow, you've come a long way. Um, production is definitely getting better. We also at, at Dynamo have a sister company called Bangers & Mash, which is kind of like our, our in-house creative agency. Um, and they do a lot of audio production. So if a brand doesn't have audio, um, but they've got a little bit of budget that they can spend on producing an audio ad because we are an audio first platform. Uh, we can certainly assist with that production as well. So definitely getting better. Um, and I love the fact that we have longstanding clients that we can grow um, and be with them on that audio journey and just get better and better with every ad that we create with them. And also from our previous discussions, you guys have mm. a podcast studio at your offices? So, um, it's more for audio ad creation. Yes. Um, you know, we, we do get um, asked a lot if we do podcast creation. So, I would I would steer away from actual full-blown professional podcasting in our little studio. Um, it's more designed for voiceover recordings, um, more specifically for audio ads. But we do have agencies um, that we work with that are specialists in professional podcast um, recordings. And then, of course, um, there's apps. Uh, for an example, Spotify owns an app called Anchor, um, which also can assist, um, you know, brands or even personal users to create their own podcast series. Um, and they do everything from editing to distribution to music to artwork. Um, so, again, it's just, you know, there's, there's many ways in which you can, you can um, you know, record podcasts or audio ads. But our little studio in our offices is more specifically designed for just voiceover work and creating audio ads for Spotify. So is that open to brands if they want to test the, the, the Absolutely. Medium? Okay. 100%. That's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell me more about the recent launch of Spotify Greenroom. I found this very interesting. <laughs> Do you know, there's such a buzz about Greenroom at the moment. And I think it's an obvious natural progression that Spotify has gone this way. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know what Greenroom is, it's, um, it's a new uh, social audio app. So it's completely separate to normal Spotify. So people mustn't get confused. It's got nothing to do with normal Spotify music and audio. Um, this is a social audio app that allows users um, to host or participate in live virtual chat rooms. So very similar to Twitter spaces or um, Facebook live rooms. Um, it's, you know, it's basically, it's an app where people can talk about whatever topic they feel like, you know, with like-minded people in the live interactive organic conversation. So really, really exciting. Yeah, so it's a live audio space, which I think is, it's a natural space for, for Spotify to be in. So lots of buzz, lots of excitement around Green Room, only launched a few weeks ago. Um, so yeah, it's really exciting space at the moment. Well, I'm looking forward to testing it first. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, Kat, uh, um, I'm just going back to Spotify's mission statement, which reads, our mission is to unlock the potential of human creativity. So, uh, how do you see this platform? I mean, it's there's so many different opportunities on the platform. It's like an entire ecosystem on its own. Absolutely. So, you know, it, you know, what started as a music streaming platform has just exploded into podcast, um, as I mentioned, into video podcasts. The opportunities around that audio space are almost endless. 
um, you know, from like you touched on it now, part of that um, that statement, you know, to allow creators to be more creative, more innovative, more interesting in how they're doing it. You know, we've got things like the Anchor app, which I mentioned already, which helps creators create podcasts, you know, if you don't have access to a professional studio. Uh, and it's for free, you know. Spotify is really kind of pushing that creative development. Um, there's apps called Soundtrap, which is another app that Spotify owns where you can actually create music, you can create jingles. Um, we've obviously got Green Room, which is a live chat space. So there are so many options over and above just what started as music within Spotify's ecosystem, and it's growing. If it's got anything to do with audio, Spotify will be there. Spotify will be innovating, leading, um, and it's such an exciting, wonderful space, especially for creators and for brands, you know, to be part of that growth journey. Um, it's terribly exciting, um, but tremendous amount of opportunities in so many different facets with audio. So not just, you know, music anymore, it's podcasting, it's video podcasting, it's annotated playlists, um, it's live chat rooms, it's creating music. You know, not everyone wants to be a podcaster, you might want to create the sound behind that. Um, so again, there's just, as this, this, this audio, this power of audio world is exploding, this beautiful space, um, it's creating more and more opportunities in so many new and interesting different ways. So in terms of the next two years, what, what are we looking forward to? What's still to come into our market? Um, so what's new? Um, so the first thing, the, probably the most asked thing I get asked for is, and I, I think I alluded it to, to it earlier, was podcast targeting is not as yet available in South Africa. It's obviously available in some markets in EMEA and America. Um, so that, from a brand perspective, I'm talking um, it's something that we're really looking forward to. Um, it won't, I doubt very much it'll be the side of Christmas. I think it'll be next year that uh, brands can look forward to being able to target podcasts specifically um, and knowing the explosion of that space. It's something that everyone's keeping a really close eye on. Um, and then the other cool thing, I don't know if you've heard of a little device called Car Thing. Um, it's a cute little device. It's really cool, really clever. Spotify mentioned it um, to us actually probably over a year ago, and it's so nice to see that it's finally arrived. Um, it's not available, obviously, as yet in South Africa, so that is another thing to look forward to. But it's a small little device that is designed specifically for in-car streaming. Um, so you connect your Spotify, obviously, to this little car thing device. You can plug it into your little air vent or whatever in your car, because not every car has Spotify built into its system. Um, and then all you do, you can voice activate it, or you've got little, you can touch screen or little dial, and then it's designed for in-car streaming. So whether you are listening to a podcast, whether you're listening to music and albums, playlists, whatever it is, this cute little Spotify device is designed specifically for in-car streaming. Um, I'm not sure when that will be coming to South Africa. I know it was released finally um, not too long ago in, um, in Europe. So that's something also to look forward to in, uh, over the next sort of year or so. That's coming to South Africa. Well, I need one of those car things. I know. You must have a look at it. It is so cute um, and very, very smart. And the fact that it's voice activated is obviously really safe, you know, from a driving perspective. Um, so it's such a cool little device. And it's, it's so nice to finally see it because we've been hearing about it for so long. Um, so to actually see it now is just um, it's tremendous. So I'm really looking forward to that coming to South African shores. Mm, sounds amazing. So, Kat, in closing, what are the three things that brands should be considering right now in terms of using Spotify? So, number one, the, the th yeah, so three things to consider using Spotify. Number one is the power of audio. Use it. It is 
the most incredible storytelling format. Number two, the data. Spotify has incredible access to data, to tools, to planning. Um, and then number three, it is, is, it's using the power of audio in a different and interesting way. And there's so many ways in which Spotify can do that. Um, you know, we really, we integrate seamlessly into other platforms. So if you're looking for a truly holistic ecosystem, when you're putting a strategy together, you know, Spotify can really bridge the gap between digital um, and print into marketing merchandise, into all sorts of different mediums, because we seamlessly integrate across all channels. Uh, Spotify is a really simple platform in that we work with URLs. So we can plug into your Twitters, your Facebook, your social medias. You can have a widget on a website which can link uh, to a playlist. You know, we even have unique codes that users can scan through the Spotify app because there's a camera built into the Spotify app, which most people don't know about. Um, and you can actually have, you know, your Spotify printed on your uh, marketing collateral, or even merchandise in a shop. You can stand at a till point and scan, you know, your magazine or whatever the case might be. There's so many ways in which Spotify can reach and amplify campaigns um, and reach different audiences in different moments. Um, so I suppose those are the key things for, for brands to, to think about when considering Spotify. Kat, thank you so much for your time. I mean, this was really informative, educational, and definitely opening up new opportunities for brands to use Spotify. Thank you again. And thank you so much for having me. It's been wonderful. Thanks, Audrey. Okay, go well. Bye. Take care. Cheers. Bye. We're excited. You're excited. I really value and appreciate your support during this time. Helping decision makers navigate the change and to keep some change in their pockets. Don't forget to subscribe. Follow our Instagram handle at TalkDigitalZA. Engage us on our website at TalkDigitalZA.co.za. And who knows, you could be featuring on the next one.